Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about God's grace called Grime and Punishment from 2 Kings 5. In that story, we learned the big truth that God's grace is free and available to all. This week's story is called The Boy Who Sought the Lord, and it comes from 2 Chronicles 34. David was a good king. Most of the time. <laughs> You're right. And Solomon was a good king. Some of the time. Mm, yeah. Well, at least when they reigned as kings, Israel had some peace and unity. After Solomon died, the kingdom divided in two. God's people who lived in the south were called Judah, and God's people in the north stuck with Israel. Both kingdoms struggled. Israel was captured by a nation called Assyria and taken to their land as exiles. Then, 150 years later, Judah was captured by a nation called Babylon and taken to their land as exiles. And when they weren't exiles in faraway lands under cruel kings, they had their own share of rotten rulers at home. Judah, however, had a few good kings. One of the best kings was one of Judah's last. His name was Josiah. And his story begins with this sentence. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign. Wait, you mean 18, right? Nope, eight. Can you imagine ruling a kingdom that young? I mean, what kind of pressure? He was young, but God was with him. Josiah reigned 31 years in Jerusalem, the capital city, and all his days, God's people did not turn away from following the Lord, the God of their fathers. Chapter 33, The Boy Who Sought the Lord. 2 Chronicles 34. The kingdom enjoyed its best days under David and Solomon. Once the kingdom divided, both Israel and Judah struggled. Israel was so bad that God sent the Assyrians to conquer it. Judah was a little better and lasted another 150 years. Both nations had their share of rotten kings, but Judah had a few more good ones than Israel. One of the best kings in Judah was one of their last. Amazingly, Josiah was only eight years old when he began to reign. Don't worry, he had lots of adults to help him, but still that's a lot of pressure. He had a country to rule over when most of us will be learning to ride our bikes. Josiah did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in the ways of King David. In the eighth year of his reign, when he was still a boy, he began to seek after God. He paid attention to God, learned about God, and got more serious about serving God. Four years later, Josiah started to reform the worship in Judah. He tore down idols and smashed the altars and statues people were using for their false gods. Now, usually, it would be wrong to start breaking things, but in this case, it was a very good thing. It meant Josiah was serious about worshipping the right God 
in the right way. Several years later, something even more amazing happened. While some of Josiah's men were repairing the temple, Hilkiah the priest found an old book. And it wasn't an old comic book or cookbook. It wasn't a book about robots or spaceships or ponies or puppies. It was the book of the law. You might not think a bunch of laws would be exciting, but these were no ordinary laws. This was the inspired word that the Lord had given through Moses. Hilkiah had found their Bible. When Josiah heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes, not because they were too small for him or because he wanted a new outfit for his birthday. He tore his clothes as a sign of grief and repentance. When they read their Bible, Josiah and his men realized the nation had been very disobedient. They knew God had a right to be angry with them. But Josiah knew what to do. Being repentant is more than feeling bad for our sins. True repentance means we change too. So Josiah made a covenant with the Lord to obey his word. The people made the same promise and they began once again to follow God's holy word, keep his holy days and serve him in holy ways. Josiah was a good king. A really good king. But even good King Josiah had to repent. Why? Because he, like all people, was a sinner. Jesus is a good king too. A great king. The greatest king. That's right. And he never had to repent. Why? Because he is without sin. Peter writes of Jesus that he committed no sin. And John says that in him there is no sin. Now, this does not mean that Jesus was never tempted to sin. He was. In fact, he was tempted just like we're tempted. And yet he never sinned. But Jesus' goodness would have done us no good unless he died for us to save us from our sin. And he did just that. For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus destroyed our sin on the cross. And when he returns, he will destroy sin in the world. All of it. King Josiah smashed some idols. King Jesus will wipe out all idolatry and every evil. Oh, what amazingly good news. And that brings us to today's big truth. God's people must worship the right God in the right way. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. All right, say it with me this time. Repeat after me. Second Chronicles 7.14 Second Chronicles 7.14 If my people If my people 
who are called by my name, who are called by my name, humble themselves, humble themselves, and pray and seek my face, and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. Then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will forgive their sin. And heal their land. And heal their land. Good job. That was a long one, but it's a great thing to memorize these verses and keep them in our hearts. Just keep doing that. Keep working on them. I'm really proud of you. To close our lesson for today, please pray with me. What a gift you have given us in the Bible, O、oh、Lord! May we never lose it or neglect it. Help us to be obedient to your word. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Biggest Story podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible too. You can visit thebiggeststory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There, you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story podcast is a production of Crossway.